You want to sort out your education. You want to sort out your finances. You want to sort out your family. You want to keep your family face. You vote for the Blood of Jesus Party. You vote every single day for it. You yeah. get up in your quiet time. Hey. And oh. you, yeah. you apply uh, the Blood of Jesus. Oh. Open up your Bibles because it's time for truth. It's time for truth. Listen carefully because his words are all for you. Open up your Bibles because it's time for truth. It's time for truth. Listen carefully because his words are all for you. It's not my show. But it's my show. It's not my show. It's not my show. But it's my show. It's not my show. It's not my show. But it's my show. It's not my show. But it's my show. It's not my show. Presenting is Musa here. Musa Wengosi. Musa Wengosi. What's happening? What's good? It's a blues world indeed. I'm with Rwanda. My co-host Rwanda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're having good times. We good having, times indeed. Good times good indeed. Times. You know, when the times are bad, you know, it's like, oh, we're living in these times. <laughs> we're living in these bad times. Like, oh, I'm living in good times. A you good know, time. uh, probably we should tell you the secret. The secret. What is the secret? Because the, I think there should be. There has to be a secret when everyone is living in bad times, but, you know, there you are, you're living in good times. Yeah. How? How in the world? Wow. Everyone is living in Doesn't bad times. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Doesn't. <laughs> no, it's, it's like Noah's time when everyone was drowning, but the dude was just, hello, I'm going up. <laughs> he was on top. <laughs> God uplifted him, man. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, so, uh, as he said, he's Musa Amluandro. From yeah. our show, not my show, but my show on the Active FM. This is my show, but mm-hmm. not my show. As we always say, and we believe that you're going to be blessed because yeah. we talk about things that matter. We talk about things that really give counsel to your situation. You know, mm-hmm. that makes you, uh, makes yourself look better, that gives direction. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it is helping. I would like to, it is helping. Yeah, Sometimes definitely. I come out of this show and I'm uplifted. I don't know where in the Bible Musa just come with something. Out of the spot. <laughs> Out of the spot. Just, but from the Bible. But from the Bible. Mm. My favorite verse, obviously. He <laughs> raps his verse. Like, okay, let me try <clears throat> some beat. Okay. <clears throat> First John 4 verse 7 is my favorite verse. Yeah, that's, that's I thought we were going to rip it out. No, no, no. That, that, that's like the intro. Introducing the song, oh, you see. First John oh, seven, that's my favorite. Oh, what does it say? What does it say? Boom. First John four verse seven. Hey. First John four verse seven. Hey. First John four verse seven. First Come on, John four verse first. seven. Dear friends, let us love one another. <laughs> For love comes from God. <laughs> yeah. Anyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> We're naming this show Let's Talk. Are we talking? Let's talk. Ah, let's talk. What's your favorite verse out there? What is your this favorite verse? He, he can sing his one. <laughs> Not when you remember those verses from... Uh, Sunday school. <laughs> because now they're always in your heart. They become your favorite verse. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's so let's true. talk. What, what is your favorite verse? We had this sermon. I think it was interesting. Uh, 
so the pastor did uh, a, a a research okay. on what we call Great Commission, where Jesus Christ says, "I have all authority yeah. in heaven and on earth." Yeah. Uh, so go out there, you you know, make disciples, you baptize them in the name of the Father, of the Son, of of the Holy Spirit, and command them to observe all everything that I've taught you. Yeah, and so. The Great Commission, that's what the Great Commission is. We go yeah. out there, you know, to the ends of, of the earth, we make disciples. Yeah. And so when the data came back, only 51, uh, did it, in fact, 51 didn't know. Yeah. 51% of, you know, believers didn't know what the Great Commission is. Yeah. So I was just thinking to say, you know, um, that's why we don't have that energy to preach the gospel. Yeah. You know, we, we're not inspired to preach the gospel. And we, we live as Christians not in purpose. You know, you are a Christian, but there you are. You know, you, you, you're the DJ, <laughs> the host of the most bad, yeah. explicit party. <laughs> but you're a Christian. Yeah. Why? Because you, you don't know that you, you have a purpose. And I believe the reason why Paul himself, he was so powerful, it's because he was walking in purpose. Yeah. You know, and he, at his time, it really does feel like he was the most powerful, you know, person because he was the most person that would go through the danger for preaching the gospel. You know, everything about him was just preaching the gospel. And that's why he had so much power. And I believe unless we walk in the same path, we're not going to realize the power that he, 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 he had. You know, and that's why today we have fake miracles. Because we, we have a lot of fake miracles. Yeah. You know, at the same time, there are people who can really, you know, do miracles, but for a wrong uh, uh, purpose. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's no much power in that. The reason why is because we're not... In the purpose of God. And already you can look at Paul's life. You can read about what he says. And you see power in his life. And you start thinking. You know if I'm not living in purpose like Paul did. I'm actually missing a lot. You know I'm missing a lot of. Seeing God manifest. Mm. You know. So we say let's talk. If we had to talk about. You know questions that we have. This is what I learned from. You know my young age. Is that everyone, this, in fact, from experience, it's either everyone is full of questions or of answers. Yeah. And I believe that out there you have, you know, questions. Now, if we had to have, you know, uh, a, a platform where everyone is and we have to ask these questions, what would you ask? As a young person, what would you ask? You know? What, what would you ask? What would you ask about your parents, about growing up? You know, what answer do you seek? Because for other people, it's like if certain questions can be answered in their lives, their lives will actually change. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, there are a lot of questions people have, and sometimes having a lot of questions um, yeah, puts you in a state of life where you don't know, you're confused now. But if you think about it, also having a lot of answers can confuse a person because 
too much of knowledge can also destroy a person. So it's like it's true what you're saying. We mm. both, you know, there's there's two types of people: people that have a lot of questions and people that have a lot of answers. And you find that the people that have a lot of questions, they they they, they want to know, mm. but it's not really as heating as when the topic comes up once the topic comes up then that's all they'll discover this question this question this question this question and they always ask a question and you answer that question they'll ask another yeah. question based on that so it's not like an understanding especially when it comes to the bible because a lot of people have their own misconceptions about the bible so if they you tell them something then they'll ask a question not knowing that it's not them who's confusing themselves in their head yeah. it's the enemy blocking them from understanding the word so you having a lot of questions about the bible my best advice is read the bible mm. <laughs> my best advice don't question things just read yeah. it and believe it because what's the point of believing if if there isn't a sort of doubt in this world you know if you think about it the only way someone can believe something is true is is they know that they can't see it they know not a lot of people can't see it so they know out there there's doubts about this thing. There's people that are going to turn against this thing. But if they truly believe it in their hearts, then they them themselves are depleting doubt because they believe. And um, if if they had a lot of questions, but they claim to believe, does it really mean they believe? Because there's there's a lot of questions um, yeah. biblical based, biblically based that can't be answered um, until... We meet Jesus. For instance, the the Adam and Eve thing. There's a lot of questions a lot of people have about that, but they don't read the Bible. And when they read the Bible, they're saying, "Nah, there's more to this." I'm sure you know a lot of arguments about the Adam and Eve, um, so um, biblical scripture about what the snake and or what whatever's happening there. There's a lot of arguments of that, but why argue if you believe it? So if you believe in the word, why argue? Why, why, why ask a lot of questions if all the answers are in the word? And I believe the people who read the Bible, people who like, if we read the Bible a lot and still have questions, we're not really reading the Bible, you know? Because I, I found personally when I read the Bible, the questions that I had always get answered. But, uh, two, three years ago when I was reading the Bible, I was getting more questions, you know? But there was a, I figured out a difference between the two. The questions that I had then was because I was reading the Bible to see if it's true. But now, the questions that I don't have now is because I'm reading the Bible and believing what it says. So there is a difference, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I didn't... Yeah. yeah. There's an experience that answers your question. Yeah. Because... Knowledge is not enough. Yeah. We we hurt emotionally. Mm. So if something just stops at knowledge, you, you just know and you think you, you're gonna be answered, it's a problem. And that's that's I, I think the biggest problem is that we most of the times we, we look for answers in, in wrong places. You look for answers yeah. in, in, in knowledge. You see what I'm saying? Knowledge that doesn't produce experience. Because it's, if if we take uh, KFC, so you tell me that you know KFC is nice, and yeah. I have the knowledge. I can describe the way you describe to me how you know KFC is so nice. Do you understand? But yeah. it really doesn't fulfill me because I've been tasted 
KFC. Yeah. You see, so the, 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 there are things even in life where people, they, 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 they really hurting. Yeah. And they want to know why. Why am I, am I going through this thing? You know what I'm saying? And to a point that even the whole idea they have about God, now it changes. Do you understand what I'm saying? You're, yeah. When your idea, uh, I know I'm sort of like uh, diverting from the whole thing. Yeah. But it's, it's no, important. Yeah, it is making when sense. When your concept of God changes, mm. just know it's not God. Yeah, no, that's deep. It's a, most of the times we think we know God and we, we, we worship God. But most of us, we worship the God that we have made out of our minds. Yeah. You see, so there is a difference. You see, most of the times when we speak about God understands that's exactly the God I'm speaking about. When you say God understands, you need to know that the God that you say understands you, it's the God that you have formed out of your thoughts. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So now, because you have formed this God, you have formed this God to associate with you. You see what I'm saying? But the problem is that with this God that you have formed in your mind, what happened is that you worship, but you don't see that you're actually worshiping yourself. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. when a bad situation comes, now your God changes. But all along you thought you had God, and all along now God is bad. God, you hate this God. You know, this God is bad. How can such a God, I thought of, you know, he's a great God, but it's not what the Bible says, because how can he allow this thing to happen in my life? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But the problem is that all along, the God that you have formed yeah, in your yeah. mind. Yeah. And because you have formed this God in your mind, it's, it's exactly the same thing with um, idols. So when people, they will worship the idols, the ball and all that, mm. and the prophet will come and say, but your God cannot, if your God falls because the tree or it's a statue of something, if, if this thing falls, it cannot even fix itself. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But you're trusting in this thing. And it's exactly the same thing. You know, to say, you're expecting answers from this supreme God you have formed out of yourself. But mm. you're not noticing that this God is actually formed by you. So you, 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 what are you saying? What am I saying? What I'm saying is that you're expecting answers from the work of your mind which is still you. You can't answer yourself. And you still think you can actually get answers out of yourself. Because you forming a God, it's work of you which represents you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And the, the question is, do you really know God? Because, yeah. I mean, you can go. You can, you can go. This is simple. Universities, they, they never teach you how to be a man. <laughs> yes. Universities, they never teach you how to treat your, right, your wife in the right way. You know what I'm saying? Universities, they never teach you to be a leader. They can teach you to be a professor. They can give you work ethics. You know, it, it's like you have this good work, work ethics and you're the CEO of the bank. But guess yeah. what? You're still an employee. Yeah, still. You see what I'm saying? You're not an employee. You're still an employee. But I'm just showing you that there's always a limit. There's always a limit. And you can have much knowledge that you want, but there are just 
questions that will still remain unanswered. Because some of questions, they're not questions out of knowledge. Do you understand what I'm saying? They're mm. questions out of your experience. You know what I'm saying? Which means they can only be met by an experience. Yeah. Which we, we call it encounter. When you encounter Jesus, when you meet Jesus, when Jesus becomes everything in your life. Because yeah. you can encounter Jesus. Yeah. You see, everything for, for Paul was just knowledge. was just the law that he used to keep, knowledge and all that. But everything changed. You see, that, that's the thing. You can be so devoted to something, either because of what you taught when you were still young, but this is an experience that can change you. And I want to tell you, maybe in your life you have been broken. In your life you have been even raped. You know, uh, uh, most of people who are not even functioning in the right way, who are confused about who they are, is because when they were young, they were raped. Do you understand? Many yeah. bad things happen. You would be surprised, things that have been done to people. You would yeah. be surprised. Uh, sometimes things are not done by other people, but by done, they are done by spirits. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? You would be surprised evil things that are happening. But all I'm saying is that there's an experience that can change you. You know, there's an experience that can provide answers to you. Yeah, that's true. And that is only by having an encounter with Jesus. So we said, let's talk. Let's, you know, talk. let's talk. What is this that, you know, you're not being answered with? Now you had disciples. John 14. Uh, I mean, there's a verse uh, uh, that's so famous where Christ says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Mm. It's so famous, but that verse actually came as an answer to someone who answered a question. Yeah. You know, Christ yeah, was not like on the mount of uh, uh, the, the sermon on the mount where Christ was preaching and there Christ or standing on a boat in the seashore preaching to people. No. People, his disciples, were, it's like they were having a conversation and Christ was answering them. Yeah. And most of the things that are powerful in the Bible. Uh, 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 this provides, you know, this provides hope for you. People had questions. Look at the, some of the Pharisees. Look at uh, um, Nicodemus himself. This whole thing about being born again and all that, that was a sermon as an answer to the question that he had. You know, yeah. that means your question is an answer. But let me say, the answer to your question will change your life. Yeah. But the problem is that you're asking the question the wrong person. You're asking the question the wrong event. You think your question is going to be answered by sleeping with a thousand girls? But your question even becomes more. Because things that become hard, now you, you have uh, 500 kids and they all hate you. You know, you grow up, you have HIV, AIDS, you know, life even becomes more hard and you say, why God? Why yeah. God am I feeling so much pain? Why God should I die young? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Why? Because you have been asking these questions, you know, in wrong places and asking wrong people. You know, so when you look at these most powerful things that Christ said, wow, it was Jesus answering questions. And he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. How do we know that Jesus is God? 
We know Jesus is God in, the, in, in, in four Gospels. How? Because they answered the question when they said, show us the Father and they say, how? I've been so long with you and you still don't know me. If you have seen me, you have seen the Father. The Father is in me. I am in the Father. You know what I'm saying? And the Bible carries on to say, you know, Christ is the visible image of the invisible God, which means Christ himself is God. You know, so, but all that was answered because someone asked a question. Yeah. And some of these answers today, they are answers to us. What does that mean? That means if you ask, uh, ask God a question, you ask Jesus a question, probably someone that never answered, but does it mean, sorry, probably because someone has never, it's a question that has never been asked before, but it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Because it, it, it was never asked before, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So what does that mean? That means once you get that answer to your own question, it will also answer people's questions. You know, so that, that's what a testament. In fact, I'm going to, in one of the songs that I write, I, w- I will put that. And say, God, you answered my questions. <laughs> so that, that, that's the thing. I mean, yeah. Jesus is a friend. And he yeah. says, let's talk, guys. Let's, let's talk about it. Because when you think about Jesus, like, oh, there's this guy, I need to go to church and praise and all that, as if Christ came to your life to be praised by you. Mm. Christ never came to your life to be praised by you. Mm. He came to your life to serve you. Yeah. Christ saves us by saving us. You know, Christ comes to your life. What does it say? It says, you know, many on that day, they will say, Lord, Lord, you know, uh, 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 um, we did this in your name, we did this in your name, and Christ will say, they will say, in your name we prophesied, in your name we drive out demons, in your name we perform many miracles. And Christ says, I will tell them truly, away from me, you evil to us. Why? Because I never knew you. So which means it's about the relationship. Christ yeah. wants to have a relationship, a relationship with you. Yeah. Christ wants to have a conversation with you. Christ wants you to ask questions. Mm. You know, Christ wants to ask questions. Christ is in a place of being a father in your life if you don't have a father. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he brings God in our lives as a father. This is interesting. You know, Christ brings God to your life as a father. So that the father cares so much that he will answer your questions. Mm. And the Bible says, don't be like hypocrites. I mean, they say so many words when they pray. Because they believe by saying many words, they, they, they will be heard. But Christ says, you need to know that when you pray, your father already knows what you're going to ask before you even ask. So that means your answers are there. Christ knows your questions. He knows what are the questions that are in your life. And what does he want to do? He wants to answer you. You know, but, and the problem is, is not him not knowing you. It's you not knowing him. him yeah. Because if you knew him, you were going to uh, ask him. If you knew him, that means you were going to know that he has the right answers for you. You know, yeah. and Christ is like, you know, let's talk. Yeah, I want to talk about this issue. You know, let's talk. Let's have a, 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 a conversation and this will change your life. But the mm-hmm. question is... Will you carry on asking wrong people? You know, will you carry on 
asking uh, 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 wrong places, being in parties and all that as if it's, it's going to sort you out. It's not. It's not going to sort you out. So you need that relationship with God. You need yeah. that relationship with God. Yeah. You know, and it's, it, it's a place where we start. And I believe, this is, this I believe, once you master your relationship with God, I believe that uh, you will master any relationship. But again, and I, I know this sounds so harsh. <laughs> this sounds so harsh. Okay. Uh, 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 there are relationships that you lose not because of yourself. But a, a relationship, relationships with your children, with your, I believe, with your wife, you know, having a relationship even with the pe- person that you date to a point that the outcome of it becomes marriage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It depends on that relationship we have with God. But there are just people that you, try, you can try to help and have a relationship with them. And uh, it doesn't turn good. But Christ himself, we need the Holy Spirit to descend. Christ himself, he says, you know, don't give your, don't give what is sacred to dogs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> don't give what is sacred to dogs. Don't give your pills to, 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 to pigs. Yeah. If you do, they will turn and tear you into pieces. Deeper. So young man, you gotta sure. be careful there. There you are. Oh wow, the love I have for this girl. <laughs> Next thing, after six months, say hey, you into pieces. The girl did some Killing you. It's the other way. It's the other way. Killing other. Did some other stuff to you. Yeah. I, I, I have guys. One of the guys we used to. He changed. He is yeah. married. Yeah. But he was telling me, yo man. This girl taught me some other stuff. This girl messed up my mind. You know what I mean? So you have that. You can be a, an innocent girl. You go into university and you, you see a guy that's popular. Yeah. And what do you do? You throw yourself. But you, you don't see that you have actually given yourself to, to someone who has a behavior of a dog. Yeah. And the guy just ruins your life like that. So you got to be careful. You got to love your life. And the best way to love your life, Jesus himself, I love because we're talking about the scripture. Jesus himself, he says, if you, if you hang on in your life, if you hang on in your own ideas, if you, you, you hang on, you hold on on your, on, on your ways, on your feelings and stuff like that. Yeah. And Christ says, you know, if you, if, if, you, if you love your life, you keep your life, you will lose it. But if you give your life, you know, to me, mm. you will save your life. You know, yeah. so which means... Um, you can say you love your life, but you're not saving your life. Yeah. And the question, there's a question to say, if you ca- you're not saving your life, do you love yourself? And the best way to save your life is to give your life to Jesus. And that's yeah. the way. Now, what do you do? You love yourself. Give yourself to Jesus. Mm. You know, speak to God. Uh, this, this is the last thing Musa is going to uh, uh, speak. One day, I used to struggle with porn. It was bad. From the young age, um, we used to watch porn. You know, we used to, to, to watch porn. Probably if you, I, I had a smartphone, at, at, at those days, you will find that you, you just have all these pornograph videos in my phone. So yeah. now what happened is that what my mind would see were these, you know, uh, uh, private parts and all that, you know. 
Sometimes you're sleeping and you just have these dreams. Sometimes you're walking, you just have these visions. Why? Because this thing is in your mind. And that's, that's how most people live their lives. That's how they are. Yeah. You know, and somehow I knew I, I, there's no way I can overcome this thing. You know, and um, so I remember one day I'm a Christian and this thing is still in me. Yeah. And uh, I just had faith. I know this sounds horrible, but I just said faith. And I felt bad. But for the first time, I just felt like, you know, let me tell dad. So dad is God. Mm -hmm. Let me me just tell him, what am I seeing in my mind? Because I'm a Christian, and I hate it when it happens, because it breaks my spirit. It breaks the peace in my heart. Because now I, I, I don't find joy in it, because there's a different life forcing me. And I remember just telling dad, like... I was very uncomfortable on that stream. <laughs> <laughs> and I only doubt. Yeah. Okay. And I won't lie to you. I just went into details. This is what I see. This is what I see. Yeah. This is what I see. But I remember what happened after. Something I never expected. And the voice just said, you know, thank you. What? Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Did God, did God say thank you? For me saying, opening to him about something that's nasty, even into details. Mm. Yes, God said thank you. Because I opened up to God so much that there was nothing left. And you know when you open up so much with your life, yeah. someone can trust you. Yeah, someone can say, I have a relationship with that person. Mm. And I believe beyond that, God wants to have a relationship with you. And God, God is saying, Let's talk. Let's have a conversation. And can we have that conversation every day? You will pray, and I will speak. I've, I've, I've already spoken, but just allow me to speak by reading the Bible, because I will explain it to you through the Holy Spirit. So let's talk. You pray, and this is the Bible. And sometimes you have questions because you don't understand what this verse says. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, so you ask questions in prayer. There are things happening in your life. What do you do? Talk to me. Tell me about these things. You know what I'm saying? And I will answer you. Sometimes while you're praying, I will answer you. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how many sermons I got out of praying. And after, don't even read my Bible after. (laughs) No, I'm serious. I'll be praying. While I'm praying, I get to understand this thing. Because I'm praying about a verse, and then I get to understand. Sometimes I don't know how it got to me. Mm. It just hits me like that. I'm like, whoa, my prayer just changes. <laughs> and God just explains something a verse says. I didn't even speak about the verse, but God explains. Like, yeah, wow, what a short yeah. devotion, but I just have all this knowledge. Yeah. God can drop something that you probably would fit five pages, you know, when you, yeah. you write the stuff. But within a second, he drops that thing. Like, what? You know, so God wants to talk. Yeah, a secret place where you're hurting, mm. want to give up on yourself. Probably you want to commit suicide. God, let's say, let's talk about it. Yeah. You know, we can solve this thing. Can solve it together. Solve it together. Yeah. yeah. But you can't do it on your own. Eh? It, it has to be with God. Yeah. And it is born. Yeah. It has, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it, it's those. I've seen it. I've seen it. Mm. Alcohol does crazy stuff to people who won't believe. Yeah. You won't believe. Someone right now looks innocent. They respect. You know, yeah. the way they handle themselves, they respect. Yeah. But the moment they they, 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 they drunk, 
Yeah, even people, old people, you know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? The way they yeah. dance, the way they, the stuff that they say, yeah, you know what I'm true. saying? They're even embarrassed with themselves when they're normal drunk, you know, when they're told what they've done. Alcohol <laughs> does something yeah. to you, you know. But God says, let's talk about it. Let's talk. <laughs> you know? Sit down and talk with me. <laughs> Can you tell me what's wrong? Mm. You know? God says, let's open up. Let's open up. And you feel better after opening up. eh? Mm. Because uh, I find when you keep a lot of stuff in, it's it's, it's not nice. You're burdening yourself. So you're thinking, I'm not going to open up to that person. But they're fine. eh? You're the one that's holding the baggage. That's making you depressed the whole time. And opening up, yes, it it doesn't only, uh, you know, get people to trust you, but it helps you as a person. It really does, yeah. So, yeah, getting close to God. Um, it comes with the first step to getting close to God. Yeah, the first yeah. step getting close to God is to give your life to Jesus. Mm. That's the first step. And after that, God is your friend. God is your yeah. father. God is your bestie. God is whatever, you know. Yeah. Anything, anyone that you open up to, that's God. Because uh, trust me, it, it seems like it's a, a foreign concept where I, I pray. I don't see God, but I'm praying at night. I'm praying in the morning. And then uh, I'm telling him my problems. The next thing is going to talk to me. It doesn't, doesn't seem... Uh, like in human eyes, it doesn't seem like it's possible in the flesh. It doesn't seem possible to feel better after that. But trust me, God always comes through when you seek Him because once you seek, you will find. And that's in the Word. And yeah, so we're going to give you an opportunity to give your life to Jesus. Yeah. And um, yeah, I hope you take the opportunity. In fact, you're taking this opportunity because the, the heavens are celebrating at yeah. this. So uh, I'm going to say a prayer and then you repeat after me. So let's pray. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you for this wonderful day. Thank you for this wonderful I day. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. I acknowledge that I'm a and sinner. And I know that I need you, Jesus. And I know that I need you, Jesus. I can't get hurt, uh, over this hurt alone. I can't get over this hurt alone. I need you in my life. I need you in my life. I need you to help me. I need you to help me. I will open up to you, Lord. I will open up to you, Lord. I believe you died on the cross for me. I believe that died on the cross for me. I believe that you rose again. I believe that you rose again. And Jesus, you are my father. And Jesus, my father. And thank you for accepting me. And thank you for accepting me. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. So this was a wonderful show. And you know that this is the meat of Active FM. I'll keep on saying it. <laughs> I'll keep on saying it. We're the meat of Active The other shows are the lettuce, the potatoes, the pup, and all of that. We are the meat of Active FM because yeah. we, we bring in the power, you know. And I hope you have a good time. And God bless you. From me, Musa Wengosi, Emmanuel Nguenya, to? Lando. Lando, come on, you must say all of your names. But Lando, <laughs> Lando, um, yes, we'll see you next week. What you listening to? Follow us on Gab and Twitter at ActiveFM. Instagram at ActiveFM777 and Facebook at forward slash ActiveFM. FM. Radio has never been better.